I'm Sheree Hardy. I had to do another episode on the legend, the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner. I had to do another one because I've been watching so many of her videos from interviews that she did in the past. And I just felt like there are some great life lessons to share about aging. She taught us so many wonderful life lessons about growing older gracefully, aging beautifully, and um, I just feel like I just have to do this episode because I know that some of my listeners are getting older, and it's important for us to know how to get older without hurting ourselves, you know, and I, I see, I've talked a little bit about it on the last episode, you know, she had some facial surgery, And I understand that she was trying to maintain a certain look. But there were some other things that she said that I thought are critical about attitude, about growing older. We have to have a certain attitude. Also about not letting age stop you from doing the things that you want to do. So let's just jump right in with these life lessons. And this is just coming straight from my heart. I didn't didn't even try to take any notes And it's just coming straight from my heart. So the first thing is, I watch an episode, and I'm going to put the link in the description box that she did in 1997. And when I did my calculations, she was 58 or 57. So same age as I am around that time. And she looked absolutely great. She looked healthy. She She sounded healthy. And... The interviewer was asking her about, you know, getting older, and those questions came up. And one of the things that Tina said that I don't think I've heard many people say, in fact, I don't know if I heard anybody else say this, she was not concerned about getting older. She was not concerned about aging. And she did mention, you know, she wanted to be healthy, you know, as long as she was healthy and she had that energy it was not something she was worried about. Mind you, now this is 1997. She did not do her last tour until 2009. Her The last day that she performed on stage, it was 2009. And Tina was either 69 or 70. Y'all, let me tell you something. I am so inspired. And one of the things that we have to learn how to do is to study people's lives and take lessons and figure out ways that we can apply those lessons to our own lives. And that is something that is so powerful to, first of all, not be afraid to age, not be afraid of getting older. If you live, you are going to get older and your body is going to change and you are going to change in some ways. We don't have to be afraid of that. And so that's the first life lesson is don't be afraid of it. It's a blessing. It's a gift. The second thing is Tina did talk about health. And she really inspired me from these videos to really 
think about, okay, I'm getting older. I, you know, even though I'm overweight, I, I thank God. I just have to give God the credit and the glory that I have a good measure of health and I have a lot of mobility and I have energy. And that's something though that I know that I have to maintain. So there are things that I have to do. I had to have to add more movement to my life. And she talked about that because remember now, when she was 70, she was still dancing. So movement is so critical. Eating right is so critical. I am learning a lot about foods that I never learned about. There's a guy on YouTube, um, Eric Berg, Eric Berg, B-E-R-G. Look him up, check him out. He has these videos and he basically, what makes him so distinguished and other doctors are doing it too. He's not an MD, he's a DC, which is a doctor of chiropractic. But what he does and he does it masterfully to me is he tells you how the body, what the body does when you eat certain foods. So he gives you the science behind why your body is doing what it's doing and what nutrients you need and what foods you need to help the body do what it's supposed to do. And so that's what he has mastered. And he's, he was it's so funny because I had, I didn't know why, but I noticed that whenever I drank black tea, I noticed that I had more pain in my joints and my knees. And I thought, wow, that's odd because I love tea and I would love to drink black tea. And at one point they were saying black tea is healthy for you. But I noticed the pain and I even told one of my sisters to make sure she told my mom, hey, you know, be careful about that tea because there's something going on. Well, sure enough, just this morning, I saw a video about the dangers of tea and Berg broke it down. He broke down what's happening in your body and why these teas. And I, I had no idea because I'm one of those people. I don't have to necessarily have the science behind it. That's good. I know that I would how something makes me feel. So if I eat something or drink something, my body will tell me it's okay to eat that. It's not okay to eat that. And it, even if the people come up with the science, I will know because I it will my joints will feel a certain way, my stomach may feel a certain way. There just may be a reaction to my sleep. He even broke that down why you may not you know you may be more jittery when you drink tea it's not just the caffeine but because it strips away some nutrients that you need to help you be calm and all that it's just it was just powerful so I'm gonna um at some point I'm gonna do a whole podcast on him and put some links in the description box and there is no connection he does not pay me you know you got to give credit where credit is due and when someone is giving you good information but going back to Tina She was very health conscious and mindful of what she ate and how she looked. And that's a life lesson, you guys. If you live, you are going to get older. You are going to age. And that doesn't have to be a bad thing. And she taught us that. And I believe, you know, some people would argue if you can't compare yourself to entertainers because they have this money and they have these. No, I believe that whatever your budget is. You can take whatever your budget is and you can look your best on your budget. And there are some natural things you can do that are free. Like number one, sleep. If you get, when I get good sleep, I look better. I'm sorry. I look better. I feel better. And that's a part of aging too. So Tina taught us that to get good sleep, to be mindful of what we're eating and what we're drinking. Um, Another thing that she taught us is that 
you know, she didn't use alcohol or drugs. And she, great life lesson, because I mentioned she didn't talk a lot about her faith openly, but we knew that she was Buddhist. But she said in this same interview, I believe, because I watched several, but I think the one that I'm going to put in the link, she mentioned that she was Baptist before she was Buddhist. And they kind of overlapped. And so she was saying she did a lot of praying because the interviewer was talking about her strength. Tina Turner was strong, but she acknowledged that her faith and prayer is what helped her to stay strong. You cannot make it through this life, let me tell you, let me tell you, and grow old, aged, and gracefully without having a connection with the Most High God. Now, I I have not done my research yet, but I became very curious about what is Buddhism. I never talk about religion unless I have either practiced them or I've studied them. And I hear ministers just talking about religion and dogging out people. And I have to be careful. We need to be careful about that because if you haven't practiced a religion and you don't know anything about it, and even if you study it, you really don't know it until you practice it. So religious practice and relationship with God are two different things. They may be interconnected. They may not be. I don't know what her faith was. I just know that she was a Buddhist. And I am going to do some research on that because I was just curious. But the thing that she mentioned was that it was spiritual. And that's what's powerful. And everybody talked about that. I saw an interview with someone that I didn't know, but she was an actress that played in, um, I can't think of the show right now, but eventually Tina Turner offered her an opportunity to dance and sing with her on tour. And the young lady took it. And so she was leaving this show where she was a star. And so she left that show and then she, um, she met Tina. This is amazing. Because right after she made the decision, I'm going to get off of this one show, it was, and she said it was just on her own. She was just emotionally overwhelmed. Then she met Tina. And then Tina saw her and said, hey, would you like to dance with me? And she was very emotional. Tina apparently was a very good person. Apparently she was a person who was filled with life and positive energy and she was encouraging. And that's another powerful life lesson. We make memories. We make memories for ourselves, but most importantly, we make memories for others. And as we get up and we navigate through this world and we deal with this thing called life, we have to be so mindful of what memories we are creating for ourselves and others. Because long after we're gone and long after, not only when we leave this earth, this planet, but long after we leave a person's presence, we are left with their memory. I'm going to say that again. We are left with memory. And memories matter. And so you want to make sure that you make every single effort you can to create good memories. And that is a life lesson from Tina. Just from looking at her on the TV screen, our computer screen, rather, because I've been looking at I think on my computer now. You know, her energy was so positive. And, and that was a memory for me. But anybody who interviewed her, they talked about this energy, her presence created this positive energy and this good memory for them. And Angela Bassett talked about the fact that Tina Turner was putting on her clothes, putting on her makeup. Can you imagine getting your makeup done by Tina Turner? Angela Bassett said that the last day she was on set, 
Tina Turner did her makeup and did it just as good as, if not better than, the actual professional makeup artist. So I, I just, you know, that's a thing, you guys. And another thing that, so that's a that's a powerful thing too, is your energy and memory. Another thing that Tina Turner taught us from aging is she was bombarded with questions about her past even though she had experienced enormous success without her first husband Ike Turner and she had moved on from that relationship there was no interview that she did where his name and what happened to her didn't come up and so she graciously answered those questions. I wish Chris Brown would take a note <laughs> on somebody. Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I am think Chris Brown would love to see him transform his life. And, and that's a whole nother podcast. I did a podcast on Chris Brown. Um, I don't know why he was a young entertainer that I just thought could be so much more than what he is. And now he has this bad reputation. But I think deep inside of Chris, there's a really good person and um and he just did not know how to process and it's spiritual it is spiritual um his own mistakes and and poor choices that he's made and other things that has happened to him but tina turner is an example to follow because she answered those questions and you could tell there were times when she was frustrated but she did she she handled that gracefully and that's what we can learn is that you your past is always going to be a part of you you're not going to escape your past. So you might as well deal with it yourself and make peace about it and come up with ways to acknowledge it and be patient with it because it may help people. But Tina Turner had to answer those questions about Ike Turner and she did so well. In this one interview, I'm going to put a link in the description box. She was saying, you know, people ask me about it all the time. She said, I have no answers, no more answers to give. And then she said something that I thought was very interesting. She said, sometimes there's no explanation for things. That's a powerful life lesson. You look back, and I'm sure Tina did, because the lady was basically asking her, because you're spiritual, do you think your experience with Ike happened for a reason? That was, I think, something like the question. I'm just paraphrasing because I, I don't quote people verbatim. And so that was a powerful question. And Tina's answer was amazing because when I look back over my own life and I think about some of the choices that I made and things that happened to me, you know, I just try to find a reason. We, we, I don't know what it is about us. We're trying to find the reason. Why did this happen? Why did I get with this person? Why did I stay with this person for so long? Even though it wasn't a healthy relationship, and I think that I never thought about this. Sometimes you just can't answer that question. You can try to answer it and you can try to come up with reasons. But as we know, I'm working on a new book right now. There are things in the spiritual realm that cannot be explained with our logic. And we have to accept that. There are so many things that happen to us and around us and rather than seeking the explanation for why, what we have to do is take that why and say, okay, instead of focusing on the why, focus on the what. What can I do with this experience to make me a better person or to help other people? And that is what, this is how we get moved past. And Tina was able to move past. She didn't stay focused on the why. She took what she had and she moved on. That was another powerful life lesson. Another thing that's so 
critical in Tina Turner's life. Tina Turner did not define herself as a victim. She didn't, she didn't want, you know, I talked to a lot of people and I'm thinking about one person in particular and some people, every time they open up their mouth, they're talking about what they couldn't have because they didn't, something else didn't happen. So you might have a person say like, you know, if people really believe, there's some women that really believe that they have less than because they don't have a, a man. And I try to tell them, look, every woman I know that's married works, if not harder than I do, just as hard. So having a man doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have more. You may have um, maybe companionship. You might have it. You may not. But, I, but the idea that a woman, there are women that are older than I am in my age, believe that. And that is a very scary thing because what we have is not determined by, we can learn that from Tina Turner. We can learn that from Tina Turner. You can learn that from Tina Turner. It's not determined by if you're with the person or not with the person. You determine that. I just had a conversation with a dear friend of mine and she was talking about second incomes. And she basically made the comment like, you know, we don't have the second income because we don't have husbands, blah, blah, blah. And I just, you know, quietly and respectfully interjected and said, well, I do have a second income from my books, from my business. And I'm, and I'm trying to create something with that. I'm going to work on my, Tina Turner has inspired me, you guys, because she worked really hard. I said, you know what, I'm going to really work this summer. I had already planned that, but I'm taking my work game to a new level because Tina Turner's inspired me. She lived and she died with grace and she worked hard and that's what I'm going to do. I'm getting ready to burst my behind, okay? And get this, this, these books out here and re- review some, revise some of my books. But my point is that I, I could have more and it's not dependent upon my marital status. And so Tina Turner, at some point in her life, she was making it on her own and she was not in a relationship. Please, 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 with a pretty cherry on top, don't let yourself I don't know where this comes from, internalize this false paradigm that you can only have something as a woman if you have a man. That is not true. That is simply a lie. And a lie is at the heart of all suffering. And Tina taught us that. Yes, at some point she got into a relationship, but her relationship did not affect her economics. Tina created that because she was willing to get out there and work hard. And she was willing, this is what I love too. Another life lesson, I'm just jumping all over because it's from my heart. Tina, you know what I learned from her because I watched these interviews. Tina had confidence in what she could do. She knew what she could do and she did it well. I am convinced that God has equipped each and every one of us with some gift. And that gift is what will allow us to prosper or grow or be fulfilled. It all depends on what you want in life and what your destiny is. In Tina's case, now, and this is what I, I just, I, I'm telling y'all, I'm getting so full right now. She left I with 36 cents. She left him with 36 cents rather than let herself be continually abused and, abused and possibly die. She left everything. And if you read about the divorce and, and, you know, like how they split everything, she basically just gave the man, look, you, I just don't want to be abused. I just want my name. You take all this stuff. 
She chose her mental health over the material things. And I just did a podcast on this. Is materialism destroying you? Listen to it. I'm trying. This is why I do bad thought therapy because it helped me. But there are things that I don't have in life that I want. But I'm not going to let materialism destroy me. Tina Turner left, and when she died, she was worth an estimated 250 million. And you know, when they when you die, you actually your your wealth goes up. That's amazing. Okay, you leave, and then you worth more than you were alive. That is insane, but that happens to some people. But here's the thing: she left. She had 36 cents, and so she was willing to work hard. And that's what we can do. You have to make up your mind. If God has given you strength. If God has given you energy and he's given you insight, find out what your gift is. I have been praying, God, tell me what my gift is. Let me make it plain. You know, is it writing? Is it, you know, I've been an educator, but this is what I want to go back. I'm jumping around. She said she knew that she could sing and dance. And this is what she said. And this is what encouraged me as an educator. She was like, you know what? Because I can do it well. It doesn't matter what age I do it. I was like, wow. Because as I map out my future, I was thinking, you know, because of my business, I got into some business debt and um, got business, accumulated some business debt that I'm trying to now get out of. And by the way, Tina Turner has inspired me to get out of it. She got out of it. So that's another life lesson that you can be in a bad situation, but you can work hard and you can, you know, make the effort and you pray and you ask God for strength. And guess what? He'll get you out. And so I'm convinced that I'm going to be totally debt free when I retire, retire, just like she did. And she said, I don't want for anything. That's a life lesson. You work hard and you and I'm asking God to let me enjoy my retirement. I'm asking him to let you enjoy your retirement. That's a life lesson. You got to pray for that. But work hard and make plans. And that was another life lesson. She knew that her time to entertain the way that she made her money was going to come to an end. So she sacrificed. Now, mind you, Tina was 70. This is deep because Tina died at 83. She was 70. She knew it was going to end. So what she did was she made the sacrifice to do what she had to do to do this world tour her final world tour, get the money that she needed, get everything settled so that she could be comfortable. And that's what we can learn from too, especially at our age, because Tina and I, right now, I'm almost 60 years old. So I'm at that age, almost the same age she started her tour. I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. God is talking to me through Tina Turner. Thank you. And Tina Turner is an example. So it doesn't matter that she's an entertainer. We all have something that God has gifted us with. Pray and ask. If you're not sure what it is, pray and ask God for what it is. Because that's what I've been doing. I'm going to put myself out there as a writer. And that's another thing. I'm going to do a whole um, podcast on my one of my favorite art writers of all time. She's probably the second favorite. The first favorite is Jay California Cooper. But my second favorite is Chloe Woodford. You know her as Toni Morrison. I have to do a podcast on her, a couple of podcasts. I watched the special on uh, Netflix on her, and I was just blown away. You know, I'm actually going to watch it again. I just, I'm a, my daughter and I, we're Toni Morrison people, okay? We are fans. And Toni Morrison, I taught her to my students. Do you know, not one of my students knew about her. I'm at all black school, by the way, and nobody knew about her. And so next year, I'm starting the year off 
with I did this thing I, when I first came in January. I started trivia. I would have what I call literary trivia, and mainly it was about African American writers. And they had like 10 minutes to do it and have these five questions on the board. And they have to answer the questions within five minutes, turn it in. And then we kind of go over it and they watch a video. We're going to start off with the one and only Chloe Woodford, which is Toni Morrison. Let me tell you, let me tell you. We're going to start off with her. And I watched that, but there was a video that Toni did that I have with my trivia that my students watched where she was explaining why she wrote. And I'm jumping around. We learned from Tina and Tony. And she basically said it was to, to have control and power. She said, because I could not deal with, you know, the calamity of the world. It was my way of dealing with, oh, y'all, I'm not even going to go with Tony right now because we're going to do her later. But that's a powerful lesson. And I said, I can do it. I can write too. And I need to start writing. And she, and that was another thing. Jump, I know I'm jumping around, but Tony Morrison was working and she was writing and somebody had to tell her hey you you have to quit your job you're a writer you got to go ahead and let this job go I was like hey so I that's what I know what I want to do the question is do I have the gift and that's another question life lessons from from Tina Turner we're going to keep going on aging on aging the other thing is is and I did I talk about this Tina Turner would not let herself be a victim she did not talk about her problems over and over leading up to that and I got sidetracked you know I talk to people and they'll talk about oh this person did this or this person didn't do this and I was there myself at one point and it was through some great spiritual healing that I realized in order for me to be successful I have to own my life I have to be responsible for my own life take ownership of it and I have to decide I'm in control of the outcomes of my life with God's help. And so I, 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 I determine if I'm going to be a victim or I'm going to be victorious. I determine if my life is going to be a mess or I'm going to be able to share a message. I determine if in life if I'm going to focus on my trouble or if I'm going to focus on the treasures and the life lessons in the trouble. You determine it. I'm, I determine if I'm going to use a situation as an obstacle or an opportunity. It is all about you taking the helm, taking the reins, taking the steering wheels. And that's what Tina Turner did. And she taught us that you're not a victim. She didn't say, woe is me. I could, if only I can't beat me, I wouldn't have had. You never heard her say that. Not one time, not in one interview. She let she got out of that. This is what's amazing. She got out of that and she let that go and she put that in the past. She put that in the past. People brought it back up so she couldn't escape it. You know, in one interview, they had asked her about when I died, like how did she feel? And she said she had not been thinking about it. She didn't go to the funeral. You know, that was a part of her life, and that's what you have to do. We have to move on. I do believe that she loved Ike. And I said that in the last episode that I did. And I think that, and I never heard her say that. And maybe she knew not to say that. But I just think that she loved Ike. And I think she made a decision. I love him, but I don't need to be with him. Because you can love a person that's, that's abusing you. 
You can love a person that's cheating on you and putting poison in your food. You can love that person. You can love a person who get, leaves you, just, just walks out the door. You can, but guess what? You can also love yourself more. And you can decide, I'm not going to be with this person. Even though I love this person, I don't know why I love this person. Because you know what she said? There are things you can't explain. Sometimes you can't explain that love. You didn't, it's almost like, and I've, I've talked about this before, where does the love come from for this person? I believe that it's given to you from God to love this person because you will continually be in prayer with this person or this person. You don't have to tell everybody that you do that, but you can be praying for them and you can love them, but you don't have to be with a person who doesn't know how to love and respect you, who doesn't know how to love and respect himself and therefore, it's impossible for him to love and respect you. Bless them and release them. So I am running out of time. Those are some more great life lessons. That's what we can learn from aging. Move As you get older, you're getting farther away, further away from your past. Every day you're creating a past. Keep walking towards the present and the future. That's enough. And don't, don't let yourself be a victim. Take care of yourself. Don't be afraid to age. Know that you can overcome. All of these are so many wonderful lessons that we can learn from the great Tina Turner. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that red light is on on my computer screen. Peace and abundant blessings to you. Don't forget to email me at badthoughtstherapy at gmail.com. I'm out. Take care.